Welcome to the Green Zone Podcast, the show that teaches oil and gas executives how to take command of their finances and live in the green. Your host, Jeff Green, from Green Financial Group, will be your financial guide, all while giving you a tour of the most beloved and best-kept secret spots around Houston, Texas. Now, on to the show. With more of us working, banking, shopping, and playing online, cybersecurity has taken on new importance. How can you better protect your information and identity? This is The Green Zone with Jeff Green and Lauren Smith of Green Financial Group. I'm Patrice Sikora. In this episode, Jeff and Lauren will offer ways to keep the bad guys at bay. But before we get going, Lauren, you kind of had something very personal happen in relation to cybersecurity, right? Yeah, I have. Um, actually, in the past, probably in the past three weeks, two separate occurrences. The first one was I logged into my bank account and saw that $675 had just been ACH just removed from my bank account and sent to Comcast. And I don't even, I have AT&T. I don't even use Comcast. So that was definitely not me. I did get it back. Mm -hmm. They were luckily they gave it back to me, but they told me, you know, you have to change your checking account. And it's crazy because I mean, this is a checking account I've had since high school. There's never, I've never (laughs) had issues with the checking account. Did it, was it Comcast that did that? I don't know. They, They never really follow up and tell you, you know, what, what happened with it. But then the other thing, I usually put my phone on silent when I go to bed at night. And for some reason, one night I forgot. And at 3am, I got like a series of four text messages from Best Buy. 3am, someone had purchased $2,500 worth of stuff at Best Buy. So on my credit card. So totally, totally separate account. Of course, with credit cards, they're good about refunding you and making sure you're made whole again. But then you're having to go back and Every auto pay, every, you know, mm-hmm. anything that credit card or bank account is tied to. Was there any have to com- change? Was there any common denominator between these two things? A checking account and a credit card don't seem to be, you know, in the same bucket, so to speak. Honestly, I don't know. And I, you know, I've been kind of racking my brain with what it could have been. And I'm not really sure. The only thing they are both tied to is my email address. So I don't know if that's an issue. And so, you know, one of the things that I've been doing a lot of research on cybersecurity, because it's just, it's a hassle. It's mm-hmm. to go back and to change all of your personal information, update every account. It's, it's a lot. It is. A hassle. It is. And Patrice, do you know what October is? Let me think. It's Halloween. That is the truth. It is <laughs> Halloween, but it's something even more exciting than Halloween. It is cybersecurity month. So this comes. <laughs> My heart is it's very fast. exciting, and th- th- this is very apropos and great timing. And Lauren's going to tell us all about how to protect ourselves in the cybersecurity world. I'll be honest with you, Lauren is our IT guy here at the office. Also, mm-hmm. sometimes I have to have her come in and, and turn my computer on because I can't <laughs> figure that out. So she's the perfect person to talk to us about cybersecurity. I don't know what kind of IT guy I make if I'm getting hacked right and left here. <laughs> I need to follow Shh, some of this people. advice on myself. Well, let's talk but, about passwords. Let's start with those. Tell so me about- passwords are a big one. And I think I am just as bad as the rest of us. It's easy to make that password that's, you know, your name, a pet, all the things that you're easily remembering, but that is rule 101 not to do with your password. One of the first things is you want to make sure it's long. So the longer the password, obviously the harder it is to crack. And most experts actually recommend that it's at least 11 characters. 
And even by adding one extra character, uppercase, lowercase, a number, a special character symbol somewhere in there, that can exponentially boost the strength of your password. Well, sometimes when you're trying to sign on or create a new account, you'll be told, oh, this password isn't strong enough. You got to go back and do it again. That is annoying. I yeah, it is. I'll, I'll say this about passwords because it's a, that's a, it's a big one with me and it annoys me to no end with all the different passwords that we have to have. So what I have done, and this is, you know, there's all kinds of the, the password apps, you know, Lauren, mm -hmm. that I'm talking about. I've created really hidden deep in my phone somewhere where only I know I have a, I have a list of all of my accounts, not the account numbers, but like my credit card, right? My personal card, my business card. And but beside that, I have my username and password that I keep and I refer to it every time because I can't, none of us can keep up with all of these different usernames and passwords that we have to have. So a good password protector app or something like that, something that you keep hidden in your phone with everything listed. And every time I create a new account, I go right there to that app and I write my username and password. So I'm never forgetting it. And, and one thing that's important with things like that, that you're obviously storing very sensitive information, you want to make sure that those type of apps have the two-step authentication with them. Right. So you need to be able to log in with a password that is obviously super super long, super secure, but you want to have it also where they send you a text message or an email or something else that you have to then have that second layer of protection before you can get in because you don't want to just list your passwords mm -hmm. and your the and everything just in an mm -hmm. easy to crack spot. Right. Now so that's definitely important. It is it it would be easy just to have the same password for various accounts though. Don't reuse passwords. That's really not the best way if you want to make sure you're really securing yourself online. One thing that I've read is super effective, and my mom actually does this, and it's kind of inspired me to start moving in that direction. I mean, it's a lot of work to update every password you have, but it, you know, the flip side is having your accounts get hacked. But one thing that's really effective is if you make a password template, so pick like a unique phrase that you can use across many accounts, and then let's say this is for Best Buy, do the abbreviation BB at, and then whatever that phrase, that secure phrase is. And let's say then you have your United Airlines, have it be UA at, and then whatever that phrase is. And so that way you're using the same phrase. So it's easy to remember, but yet you're customizing it to each website which adds that extra layer of protection. That's interesting. So that's kind of a cool, you know, we have a couple of different templates. If you need a little inspiration for that, you know, give us a call. We can show you exactly how that works. But it's a way that you pick a phrase that's hard to crack, but remember, easy to remember, and then kind of customize it to each login. So right. that's something that I've read is really effective. My mom actually does it, which I'm really impressed with. So <laughs> good, for to, good for her. Good for her. You need to take the time to do it. Step your game up. Lori. I need to. <laughs> now, before we move away from passwords, do you have any favorite ones that you've seen that you think are really, you want to share? Come on, I'm hearing something. Not that laugh. we can share because I think <laughs> we still use them. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Okay, they're, but enough. they're they're really very corny. <laughs> I have like in the past, I don't use these anymore. But if it was like, I have a lot of applications that make me change my password every ninety days, and I would always just whatever 
time of the year it was. It was every 90 days. It was once a quarter. So if it was summer, I'd just, it would just be summer. And then if it was <laughs> fall, it would just be fall. So every 90 days I'm going with whatever season I happen to be in when I change my password. And that was about the most ridiculous one I think I've had. <laughs> How about you, Lauren? One of my friends actually, and I was just making fun of her a little bit for this the other day. I had, she was not by a computer, had me log into something. So of course told me her password, which is rule 101 not to do. Don't tell anyone your mm. password, but she did. And you know, it was a series of letters and some numbers to me. And I was like, what a weird password. You are ultra secure. How did you come up with this? Like you're never going to get hacked. And she's like, Oh, it's the sorority I was in in college, just backwards with the year I graduated and my birthday. I was like, Oh, of course, just this like, oh, of course, backwards word with some numbers. I mean, hard to was crack. it like the Greek word or the it was Greek, Greek right. letters backwards. You know, she's just naming out letters to me. And I'm like, Okay, what? How hold on? Can you say that again? She was just like, Oh, it's the sorority spelled backwards. I'm like, Oh, okay, That's funny. that really is funny. That's a good one, though. It's very good. But so I mean, you could use that as your phrase and then just customize it to every website. So United Airlines, UA at that backwards phrase with some random numbers you'll remember. And then that's a hard one to crack. Use some uppercase and lowercase in there at an exclamation point at the end. Wow, you've got it there's made right ways, there. there. Yeah, there's <laughs> some ways to make them somewhat uh, memorable, but yet more secure. Gotcha. Now you mentioned you usually turn your phone off at night, but this time, you got that text from Best Buy. What? How can you know that that is a true text and not a scam? Well, with that one, I actually got a text from Best Buy. It listed out an order number. I, and on that text, I had seen previous texts from Best Buy from orders I actually did place earlier this year. Then I got a comp, like when I went and checked my email the next day, I got a confirmation email. So it was you know, my phone number is just stored into my Best Buy account. Mm. And I actually called Best Buy the next day to make sure that that was canceled. I didn't want them, even though the credit card was taking care of, it on, care of it on their end, I also didn't want the hacker to get, they ordered some iPhones and TVs. So called Best Buy and said, hey, nice. this wasn't me. Yeah. You, you better not send that iPhone. Christmas in September. Yeah. But in my profile online was that order. And they actually were sending it to a Lauren Smith somewhere in Houston at a different address that I obviously didn't recognize. But that, a big thing that I am bad about, and it's purely out of convenience, is storing my credit card. In you have a website, you have a website, you have your password protecting it, but I'll store my, pa uh, my credit card for easy checkout. I do a lot of online shopping, oh. so I don't want to go type in my credit card yes. every single time. And so at Best Buy, my credit card happened to be stored in there. So if someone can crack it, then they automatically have access to my credit card, my personal information, my email, my phone number, my address. I mean, it's, you're storing a lot of stuff in those. Wow. Yeah. Now, what about well, when it comes I mean, Lauren gets a package or two a day delivered here to this <laughs> office. So I do. You, 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 you probably have your credit card stored in a lot of different places. <laughs> I know. Well, not anymore because now I have a new card. <laughs> That'll change. Maybe they did me a favor. <laughs> yeah. But now what about a bank account and storing that kind of information? I mean, it's the same thing. Mm -hmm. If someone can get in, then they can charge it to your bank account. I mean, I think that's what I don't, I still don't know how the Comcast one happened because my bank account wasn't stored there. You know, on the, on the, even on the bank accounts and the credit cards, you can have them, 
send you automatic texts for certain, like I, I, I for, for my credit card and my bank account, if something more, I, I use a $300 number for, I don't know why it's just a number I use, but if, if there's a charge greater than $300, it, I get an automatic text sent to me. And also if there's any charge at any gas station or convenience store, no matter what the amount, I get a text message saying, Hey, there's been a, cause it's a lot of, a lot of the, the credit cards are stolen and they go to, to buy gas or con convenience stores, et cetera. So we, so those are big ones to keep an eye out for as well. And I'm going to, uh, another one that's really annoying, but very powerful for, for us to do and very easy really is updating software. And you always get these notices, Hey, the software needs to be updated. And a lot of people will just say, including me, no, I don't want it updated. It's running just fine for me. I like it just like this, but that's not good because if we're not updating our software, then the older versions of that software become easier for the hackers to get into. Mm. Many times the reasons they are updating the software is to protect us. So anytime your computer wants to update or a software wants to update, make sure you get that update done. And how about websites? I mean, you, sometimes you get solicited and you go to this uh, website you've never been to before. And should you trust that? Is there some way to check? You know what? Uh, to, no, there's there's not, and the, and you have to you have to just avoid those. I get these all the time. All these emails saying even like a, and these are what we call phishing emails. There'll be there'll be something saying something along the lines, "Hey, you know, here's your receipt for something that you purchased," so, and it does nothing is specific on it. Click here to confirm your receipt. Blah blah blah. And the minute you click there, of course, all your information is out there for the world to see. It's like you pulled your pants down in the middle of the freeway or something <laughs> and you can't do that. You can't, you can't, you can't click on those things. That's exactly what they're looking for you to do. And when they ask you for this information, if they pretend to be a government agency, to me, that's, you just, that's still why the social it. security one's the biggest one I got so I, yesterday. I got a voicemail saying that there was some sort of legal action taken on my social security or something right. along those lines. And I call this number right away or click this button. And, and all those are such scams. And if the government's after you, you're going to know it. <laughs> uh, there, there, it won't be through a voicemail or a text. So, you know, that, and even if this pandemic isn't bad enough, there's a lot of scammers that are using COVID by creating special links and websites that look like they have legitimate COVID related information on them that you might want to click and find out more when in fact, it's just another phishing website aiming at collecting your personal information. So even right now in a time where we all want information, we want to know what's going on. You really can only trust specific websites that are tried and true and known to be actually giving mm -hmm. us COVID related facts. So you mean that Nigerian prince who's offering me $10 million? That's that's not for real? Oh, that might be for you, Patrice. <laughs> give, him, give him your password and your social security number happens. and let us know how it, how it works out. That's another I'm thing. I'm sure there's a lot of Nigerian princes after you right now. Oh, yeah, right. <laughs> but that social security number, and as you were just mentioning, Jeff, the social security office supposedly calling you. Again, they will not call you. They will no. not email you. If they want to get in touch with you, they will send you a letter. That's right. Yeah. All right. And you will know it's from them. You will know it's from them. That's for sure. Because <laughs> your heart will drop. 
suppose the number comes up on your phone and you don't recognize it. What do you do? I, I don't answer, but I, I've gotten, I don't know what it is, but within the past 30 days or so, I have gotten so many spam calls on your, on your cell phone. Mine now comes up potential spam or unknown number. Anytime I get a potential spam that shows up on my phone or an unknown number, I think there's a big security risk there unless I go start giving them a bunch of information because most of the time it's just recordings, but I just don't answer. It's just, it's more of an, anno an annoyance than anything else. Yeah, that's for sure. I've been getting a lot more of them too. I don't know if it's suddenly a new push by some company. Maybe they've got a new software, but I don't have that spam option yet. I didn't get that. Oh, update. Yeah. that's a good one to get. Right. What about uh, the political texts? You've been getting those? No, no, I haven't. Oh, gosh. Tell me I about get those. About one a day now asking me who I'm voting for. Oh, in my Facebook feed, I see a lot of, oh, con you know, contribute here, contribute there. No. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's all over the place. Now, Trusting your gut. Lauren, tell me about that. You see something and it just doesn't look right. Do you trust your gut or do you say, oh, let me just see? You know, I'm a very curious person. So there's the part of me that's always says, let me just see. But at the end of the day, you have to trust your gut. I have recently started getting just these random text messages from a number I've never seen before. And last week I called down to Jeff's office. I go, hey, I just got a text message that says lose 50 pounds in the next four weeks click here to find out how. And it was via text. There's that part of you that's like, oh man, what, what could happen if I do like what, what could lose 50 pounds in four weeks? But obviously that is not real. It's a mm. text message from a number I did not sign up for. I don't know them. That is sketchy and suspicious. And you just have to know like, this isn't right. Don't click it. It's not going to get you anywhere. Yeah. I think the, I think that at the end of the day with all, all of the, the cybersecurity issues. There's, there's definitely some good rules to follow that we hope we laid out here. By the way, if you want, we got a whole list of them. You're welcome to, to reach out to us at uh, greenfinancialgrp.com or you can call us at 713-244-3030. But Patrice, I think you, you, you pretty much nailed it. At the end of the day, trust your gut. If it, if it, if it looks fishy, seems fishy, it probably is. Yeah, that Nigerian prince is probably fishy. <laughs> <laughs> well, this wraps up another episode of The Green Zone with Jeff Green and Lauren Smith of Green Financial Group. To be notified of new episodes, all you have to do is subscribe with the subscribe button on this page. And you can also share with the share button. Lots of great information in here about cybersecurity, keeping yourself and your accounts safe. I'm Patrice Sikora. Let's talk again later. Thank you for listening to the Green Zone podcast. Click the subscribe button below to be notified when new episodes become available. The information covered and posted represents the views and opinions of the guest and does not necessarily represent the views and opinions of Green Financial Group. The content has been made available for informational and educational purposes only. The content is not intended to be a substitute for professional investing advice. Always seek the advice of your financial advisor or other qualified financial service provider with any questions you may have regarding your investment planning. Securities offered through Raymond James Financial Services, Inc., member FINRA SIPC. Investment advisory services offered through Raymond James Financial Services Advisors, Inc. Green Financial Group is not a registered broker or dealer and is independent of Raymond James Financial Services. Jeff Green is the founder of Green Financial Group and is a registered principal of RJFS.
The Green Financial Group is located at 6363 Woodway Drive, Suite 625, Houston, Texas, 77057, and can be reached at 713-244-3030. Raymond James is not affiliated with and does not endorse the opinions or services of his guests.